Rich father dies, gives mom $2.5 million of stocks. Mother's retirement. My father passed away, and we finally got his investment portfolio rolled over. He's got about $2.5 million with about 85% of Apple stock and then the rest spread around to various mutual funds. My mother is 65 and has no plans to work. So this will fund the rest of her life. My father's financial advisor had told her to keep it as is, but I have a hard time believing that's smart. Makes sense to me to sell Apple and move those funds into a less risky, interest-bearing fund. Or heck, even a high-interest rate savings account that can guarantee preservation of funds. Am I off base here? Appreciate any info. So answering some common questions. Number one, mother lives in a high cost of living city. Number two, Father was same age and planned to work another five years. Number three, was a quick three months from unexpected stage four cancer diagnosis to his death. So there wasn't any discussion on his risk plans for the rest of their lives. Number four, Future inheritance is not a priority for me. So the answer. It's awesome you're trying to help your mother during this pretty nutty time. And you're right to be thinking the way you are. Now it would make more sense to put the money in more, in quotations, safe investments with a fairly regular annual return in the form of mutual funds, ETFs, index funds, etc. Basically, diversifying her portfolio to the point where there's very minimal risk basically at all, right? When you think about it, you could pretty, I mean, I'm not suggesting this, but technically speaking, someone in this situation could literally take all this money out put it all into basically something like spy or vu and basically you know basically index funds that basically trade the stock market that basically track the stock market or follow the stock market and you could pretty much get a very good annual return on a regular basis without really thinking too much about it but it would also make more sense to focus the investments to produce income where you would not have to sell, in quotations, any of the investment. Now, there are many different ways to structure this, right? And again, I don't know 
what the tax situation is in this whole scenario because it varies between state it can get very complicated you may or may not have to pay taxes on this like it just it varies so greatly so the best thing to do is to definitely get the opinions of two other financial advisors where the investments are structured more so to produce her a consistent and livable income basically get their opinions on it and how they would structure her portfolio so what you could do is have like an interview with different financial advisors you could you know potentially you know maybe spend like a couple hundred bucks per each one because it'd be worth it for them to sit down with you and talk to you about it and basically be like hey if you were to structure this portfolio in a more income producing manner how would you do it right and basically make it very clear that you want to learn why you want to learn how and you want to learn can she live off of the income without ever really touching the principal or like the main source because the thing is some people in this situation might be thinking more so put this into like a high paying dividend stock or high dividend paying stocks like various one of them because for example i believe if you were to put like 2.5 million dollars into just at&t they could pay you like i think a seven percent dividend from that which is a lot of money on 2.5 million dollars and again I don't know what the tax situation would be on this scenario, right? So it could vary greatly. But the thing is, you need more than one opinion. Just because you were sticking with that financial advisor in the beginning doesn't mean you should keep sticking with that financial advisor as well. And to have a portfolio so heavy in just Apple stock can become dangerous, especially if she needs the money at the same time it may crash if it does now here's the thing if she's in a situation where she could pretty much live off of social security then it for the most part doesn't really matter what she does with this retirement right but if she needs this money to actually live off of and like she needs like a regular amount of money coming in every single year then she needs to really structure this investment to where she would actually basically get paid from her investments which means she needs to invest things with more dividends she needs to invest in things that will have a very consistent annual growth that she could just basically skim off of that for her income right because here's the thing Apple could end up becoming worth a lot more and she could make a lot more money, right? But there's also a chance that Apple could just crash completely down. There's a chance that Apple could just completely disappear, right? I'm not saying that's likely, but I'm saying there is a possibility of that. There's a greater possibility of that happening at some point in time before she ends up passing away till not right so you gotta keep that in mind everybody's situation is a little bit different you know personal finance is personal but yeah one thing's for sure though i would for sure not sell all this and then just stick it into a high savings account or a just normal savings account 
right? Like that is something that I would definitely never do because you would not be inflation with that. You're basically just bleeding money for the rest of her life. And that's never really a good thing because you want to have, you want to be able to maintain a certain lifestyle on this money so that she enjoys her life. She lives for a very long time without really any stressors. Now, this might also be a situation where she might have a lot of debt as well. If she has a lot of debt as well, she's going to need to sell some of this to pay off that debt, right? Because I don't know the situation, but you definitely don't want to be at this age in retirement with debt. So keep that in mind. Make it so that you're not really like she has the freedom to pretty much just live off of the investment and not really have to worry about anything. But she should be she should be getting Social Security. And the thing is, it does say that she lives in a high cost of living city, but there is nothing stopping her from potentially moving to a different city or a different state with lower taxes so that if she were to sell any of these, she could actually have more of it, depending on the actual tax situation, and end up having her money go much, much further, right? Now, another option is that by simply moving to a different state or city, she could be in a situation where Social Security might be able to pay for all of her living expenses, so she could literally not do anything with her portfolio and be okay. So that's another option as well. So just keep that in mind. There are different ways to go about doing this. But definitely don't just sell this and stick it into a savings account. You want to have this money grow at a very consistent rate while also producing her a livable income. You don't want her to like be living in a box and have like $2.5 million. No, you want her to live the way kind of like the lifestyle that she would you know, actually like, right? Like you want her to live a comfortable lifestyle that she can maintain for the rest of her life on the money that she has and allows it allows it to grow over time. Now also I don't know if there's like any insurance money coming in as well because if she has a whole bunch of insurance money then that could potentially be something else as well. And you like that's like a whole nother factor that could potentially make this a lot easier on her. Right? And the reason why again I'm stating that you need to focus more so on the income-producing aspect is because she doesn't plan on working at all. So you have to make this investment perform in a way where she has a regular, consistent income from this. And this reminds me of a YouTube video that I watched a long time ago where a person put like, multiple millions of dollars into various dividend stocks. Now, I'm not recommending this for people, but in this person's specific situation, they decided that this was the best route because his wife is very bad at managing money, very bad at handling money, especially when it comes all to her at once, right? So if she were to just get like $3 million right off the bat, she would end up spending basically $3 million in a couple of years and completely end up destroying herself financially. But if you were to con- like consistently just have money go into an account that she just pretty much you know spends out of and does her taxes out of and just keeps it that simple, 
then she can basically live her life and not really have to worry about anything. She won't mess up anywhere, and it's very easy for her, right? And he did that because he also knew that there's a high chance of him passing away pretty much at any time just because of his like specific health situation that I, I don't know what he was exactly diagnosed with or what he's actually dealing with, but he is in a like, health situation in the sense that he could pretty much just pass away like at the snap of the finger, right? So he has to structure his investments so that they can take care of his wife that is very financially illiterate and is not good enough at managing her own finances after a certain point, right? And they're honest with themselves, and that's why he has to do something like that to help protect her in the future. So you always got to understand that personal finance is personal. You could follow a strong foundation, but you still got to tailor it to what you are dealing with, right? And what you're planning on it, like what matters to you in life. So, so just keep that in mind. Feel free to watch more personal finance stories, personal finance lessons and videos. Check out 40inbox.com to master money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses, and contact us with your own personal finance question or story. Literally, if you go to 40inbox.com, there's literally a contact us option, and you can literally just send us a story that you're dealing with or a question that you want answered and all that kind of stuff, and we'll try to help you out.